Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Crowcast Podcast. I'm Shane. Hey, I'm Ronnie. And these are the audio versions of the interviews we've had with our special guests on Crowcast. This episode is with Jamie Mathias. Straight off the back of Download Pilot. Incredible to have him on uh, and, and share his time with us because Bullet are absolutely flying again at the moment. New single out knives, but a lot of technical issues, Shane. <laughs> yeah, very frustrating. Straight from the word go, technical issues. I introduced the show thinking Ronnie's not there, but it was the other way around. Uh, I wasn't there and I was talking to myself. Uh, yeah, just gremlins. It does happen from time to time. But um, some great insight from Jamie, being honest about his time, you know, as a musician and family life. Um, just brilliant to chat with him, bud. Yeah, Shane said we go back. Uh, how he started his, his time with Revoker. A few things I didn't know, um, which were which were brilliant insight. Um, I think he was being quite humble about it, really. But yeah. you know, being the age he was and what he was going through, you'll you'll hear it all throughout the podcast. Um, and then right up to his audition with Buller for My Valentine, and yet again the the craziness, the roller coaster he's on at the moment of you know big studios, albums, touring for eighteen months is. Um, such a different life for him now like you know it's everything he worked hard for and it's really really nice to see this is paying off for somebody like yeah it's incredible six years he's been with bullet and um that feel it doesn't it doesn't feel like six years you know nope, but, uh... nope. bit of a spoiler like we say in the in the podcast we we were playing camden rocks on the same bill as bullet for my valentine when jamie played his yeah. first show yeah um so we were there around all of that when they were right re- rehearsing for that show um and then we all kind of went up did camden camden rocks festival together um and yeah and he, he you know a bit of a story about shiner uh, in the, in after the after show party, party yeah, like, you know, yeah. which which I really didn't know what to do with that. I got to be honest, because when he said it, I remembered it, and then I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if Shiner's got over it, like you know. So, <laughs> uh, good times, good uh, times, but uh, great insight. And yet again, if there are any gremlins throughout this podcast, I, I apologize. It is brilliant, and we thank Jamie for spending his time with us. So, should we get into it? Here we go. Strap in. This is Crowcast Podcast. Show me up a guest, because I got a hell of a sweat on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the awesome Jamie Mathias. How's it going, boys? What's there happening, Brad? All right. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Can I just say that was the best merch drop ever. That was fair play. Take my money. Oh, yeah. I want it all back. <laughs> I want the art, everything. Yeah, that art will look good on you, but... That's where we money, are now, but we've been living in a COVID world, so every week yeah. we're coming up with something new. Um, the fan base is brilliant. They've been so supportive. You know what it's like when you're in a band, you're... Um, I don't know. You, if you're not on the road and everything, you're looking at other ways to to keep the machine running, like you know. So, yeah, of course, no, absolutely. Yeah. No, and what better way? Put some yeah. coffee in there. Put some coffee in that tank in there. And the uh, IPA as well. I need some of that in my life. Come on. Hey, we'll have to get you a few of them. Yeah, and we got some. We got some neepers as well, but some New England IPAs as well. Nice, nice. Already extended the brand. We're on two beers. Look out, maiden. Yeah, fair play. Do you like your beers, then, bud? 
You yeah, yeah. Favorite? Yeah. IPAs, yeah, yeah, definitely. Ooh. I, um, yeah. No, I'll drink I'll drink anything, I will. IPA wise. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm not uh, yeah, yeah. you know. Well you don't bit... do the flowery beers, do you? What's that? You don't do the flowery beer? No, no, no. The ones that taste like pot puri, innit? No, I'm not fussed on that. No. But, uh... I'm not like that to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've been we were saying it for years. We um because the thing is Dave's a like a real beer connoisseur of the band, like so he'd like always his way of introducing us to like all the posh ales was giving us all the ones that tasted like a farmer's field. So you'd have a neck a neck a mouthful, like, or you go to these posh brewery bars, you'd be like, Oh, oh, try a pint of this, <laughs> like, you know. And you'd have a oh fuck, I can't I can't drink, I can't say drinking flowers. Yeah, man. So over lockdown, as you do, you order a shitload of craft beers and think there's bound to be one of these yeah, for yeah. me. Like, turns out there's loads. Absolutely. I ordered I where did I order some from? Um I forget the name now. But it's basically a bunch of German lagers. Right. And uh oh they were spot on they were. Oh they were, yeah, they were German lagers are the boy, fair play. We we, we when we went up to Germany we we loved that, didn't we, Ron? Yeah, we got into um Kolsch. Right, die. Yeah, yeah. That was that's a pilsner. That was mm. really, really nice. Like, but I, I tend to like that. Your European beers, they're really strong and um, mm. oh, there's like I said, not. You don't, you don't tend to have a hangover either, off it. I, no. I find anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know it's good, end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, one of my favourite ones is um, Jupla, which is in yeah, Belgium. Yeah. Oh, but that's stunning because they do that in grass pop, and I think mm. that's what sponsors grass pop and stuff. But yeah, yet again, it's a strong beer. You don't get an hangover, um, but really clean to drink. Like, mm. you know, it's just like a real session beer, like, you know? Oh, I. They're the ones, boys. They're the ones. Do you ever drink back on stage? Is it like, you know, before the show, or is it, are you zero? No, half, and then half, yeah, zero. I can't do it, man. I, yeah. I'll freak out, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> After the show, mind. It's game on. Do you know what I mean? Is it's that like, is uh, that like a is that a vocal thing as well or like you know you know because yeah, I think so yeah definitely I think so because yeah. obviously you know singing since I was like fourteen do you know what I mean yeah and um I don't know I guess it's like a like a paranoia thing as well like do you mean I know if I have a few beers and then I'll do you know what I mean God knows what happened probably spew all over the mic or something but uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> that's not good like but uh, no I kind of like the feeling as well of coming off stage. You know, you've earned a beer, like, do you mean? Yeah. Or two, or three. Yeah. Or yeah. eight. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, I, uh, I've, um, I've realised re- recently that I, I can't drink and sing. Like, I just can't. Um, yeah, yeah. It definitely like, dry, it dries dries the throat out, do you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, the next you know. day, you just can't, you just not hitting those notes. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you're Barry White when you wake up in the morning, and it takes you three <laughs> hours to get your normal voice back, innit? You know, it's, yeah. Yeah, no. can't do it. I, I got lost along the way. I used to like a, a few beers before I went on, like back in the day when you first start in and that whole like, hey, we're in a band hey, mm. and all of that. And then you realize that you're really shit. And then it's the case <laughs> of, well, let's try it without the drink. And then the buzz got, the buzz got incredible for me. I, yeah. I had enough. I had enough from doing a great gig or when you know it's gone right with the band, everything's in time, everything sounds brilliant. And then you get the feedback off the crowd. Oh, um, yeah, and, and I think once I played a, a gig and I had a few too many, it was like, um, it, it, it weren't the best, the tours, and I remember kind of feeling like I was going to fall off the, the stool. Yeah. Um, and that that's that paranoia that you just talked about mm. then. 
I was so yeah. focused then on like, ah, oh, you're gonna you're gonna be a dick by you, like, and everyone in the band's gonna know you're that guy, um, and then the fans are gonna get late, um, they're gonna get let down, etc. So it was just the case of like, right, that's it. I'll never, I'll never oh, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like our old manager back in the day used to say, "Oh, I'll have a few shots before you go on." You know, it's, we always Lens. used to do that. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just kind of like it dry. Like I just like to go out there and feel that. <laughs> yeah. Very <laughs> <laughs> well, son. Very well. <laughs> it's not a very uh, rock and roll uh, conversation, but you know. <laughs> oh, but like you said afterwards, then you know the adrenaline's up there. A few beers, having a chat. Oh. Man, definitely. Can't beat that, like, no, can't absolutely. Beat it. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Anyway, Italy have just scored. If anybody's interested, <laughs> Italy have just scored. There we are. Do you follow the so, old football, Jamie? Or no, you know no, what? No. I'm not a I'm not a fan like the the Premiership and that, but yeah. the Euros and World Cup, I love it. I yes. I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, really into it. Like you know, especially this year as well. And obviously, yeah. uh, you know, when back in 2016. Yeah, when uh, Wales, you know, done really well. Like you know, yeah. I remember we was on tour at the time in Europe, and uh, it was just incredible, man. We I think it was like, like in Sweden, you know, different parts of Europe watching Wales, and you know, from to get as far as it did, it was just like it's nuts, like you know. Yeah. But, um, no, it's something about the Euros and, and the World Cup. Do you know what I mean it's something you know? It's exciting, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? That's it. Non-football fans just get into it. It's the yeah. atmosphere. It's um, and you fall in love with nations there. You know, you don't you don't normally follow like mm. do you know what I mean? Like um like us at the moment, Denmark with with everything happening with Ericsson, yeah. um and that that on the pitch. It was just like I think a lot of people, even if you weren't into football, were just like, Oh, I really hope they do well now. Like well, yeah, you know? definitely. So, I'm I'm rooting for Denmark to win myself. Yeah. So uh you know, hope they do. Yeah. What about what about you boys? Who have you got? Well, Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Genuinely, we, we got knocked out by them, so it was just yeah. the case of... And, and the fairy tale. And um, weirdly... And playing, like, playing England tomorrow, so, you know. They are. I know. It's not, there's no coincidence. <laughs> no coincidence at all. Yeah. The fact that I got a Ukraine shirt just over yeah. by there, that's, that's no coincidence at all. <laughs> no, um, no, Denmark, I fell in love with, like, you know, the, the it's the dream, the fairy tale. The boys are going to go on and win it for him. Um, and then, like, I remembered the last time they, they kind of this happened, they weren't supposed to be in the Euros that time because mm. um, something happened in, it was the war in Yugoslavia and, oh. and that's how that disbanded and that's how Denmark ended up in that Euros and they ended up winning it. Um, mm. Do you remember that with Peter Schmeichel back in the day, Shane, um, when Denmark won that year? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. didn't know until somebody told me that the other day that that's they, they only got in because obviously Yugoslavia, all all the trouble in the war that was out there, and they disbanded, and that let Denmark into the Euros that year, and they went on to, they were like the underdog yet again, oh, yeah. you know, and they went on to win it, like you know, so that'd be yeah. Bit of trivia, and some people yeah. are like, great, move on. I can't stand football. I really don't care. Like, <laughs> uh, Jimmy, but thank you so much for coming on tonight, but it's a real pleasure to have you on. Um, Hi, thanks for having me, boys. But we got so many things to talk about. I mean, I, for me personally, I kind of want to know, like, you, you've you been in this game. When did you start, But When was the first time you picked up a guitar? Um, you know, bloody 11. When I was 11 years 11. of age, it all started for me, yeah. And I guess it just started, you know, you know, it's like when you turn on, like, Kerrang! and Skiz. 
Yeah. And you see like Guns N' Roses and Metallica. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, just seen a Guns N' Roses video of Slash and it's like, I want to be that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I want the art, the hair, everything. And, uh, so did you have lessons then or was you just like picking it yeah. up? And... No, no, I had, um, I was, I was about 11 years of age and my, my granddad bought me a guitar for Christmas. I think they just thought, you know, it's just something for me to get into and because, you know, I was getting into music and my, um, my hair teacher at my primary school, he was a, he was a guitarist. And uh, to be quite honest with you, mate, I went, like, in school, I was a bit of a pain in the ass, like, do you mean? Especially up to, like, you know, the last year, year of school. <laughs> so I think, he, I think he was quite taken back when I asked him, you know, well, you know, can you teach me guitar? And um, I don't know, I think I needed that focus as well, which got me out yeah. of that trouble then, do you know what I mean? And um, I was it, mate, as soon as I, you know, as soon as I started learning, you know, you get that bite, and it's like you know, you just f- yeah. fell in love with the guitar and music, like you know. Yeah, yeah. And, um, what, was the, what was the first sort of stuff you learned on guitar? First song was uh, "All Right Now," free. Boom. Yes, bang, yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, that's a real <laughs> tune. That is, but well, it's an easy yeah. song to learn, isn't it? The chords, like you know, and uh, so you started me off on that. And then when I learned that, then I was like, right, I want to learn Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> he was like, no, 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 son. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it just, it just, you know, spoiler from there then, you know, got the bands, like, like Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and uh, through, the, through the boys in my village, like Chris being one from Revolka, he was going through the same stage, like, you know, he, you know, picked up a guitar, and we just started jamming, you know, when we was really young and we was like, you know, let's, let's start a band. And then that was it, really. We just started playing, like, the local pubs and clubs, just doing covers and stuff. Yeah. I was about 14 at the time, do you know? You know, I wouldn't even allowed in, in them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Was, yeah. you know. But, like, doing that was kind of like, you know, like I said, the groundwork, you know, of, you know, learning how to play in front of crowds and, you know, just getting that experience for us for when we were doing our, our own stuff then, you know. Yeah. And um yeah, I think two thousand and six we um obviously before Revolker we were called A four seventy. That's right, yes. <laughs> That's right, that's right. <laughs> I love that. And and uh yeah, we just started we recorded our first demo and we just went for it, man. We just had a goal of like, you know, getting a record deal. It was just like a dream for us just to tour and play, you know, everywhere and just do it as a job really. Was your first um, demo, Jim, um, done with Ginger and Jeff? Was that with A470? No, our first demo was with you know, uh, Todd Campbell. Ooh, yes. Squad. It was Squad yeah. back in the day, yeah. And um, I think it was obviously the MySpace days. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, you yeah. know, check out bands on MySpace. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, fair play to Todd at the time, he was the best, like, the quality, you know, for, for, and, you know, for the price that he was charging as well for, like, up-and-coming bands. It was like a no-brainer. Uh, there we are, look. Yeah, look at that, that boy. There they are. I look, I look 10 years older, but eh? You've aged well, but seriously. And uh, I don't feel don't feel like it. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Todd. And then um, obviously we just we just played everywhere. Everywhere we could, you know. We just, on the backs of lorries, you know, friends' birthday parties to like, you know, the, the bloody bar fly in Cardiff. We didn't on a Tuesday night. It was like we don't care if anyone's there. Playing the song guy, we just wanted to just play everywhere. You know that was our attitude. And um, yeah, we just like you said, and we just started going down Notting Pill Studios with Jeff and Ginge. And uh, you know yourself, you start meeting people, then, don't you, in in the in the game and the business. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, just go from there. Good times. That's, that's <laughs> the weird thing. Like like when you said the your old band A470, I remember you just brought that up in my mind then because I just yeah. remember like you're in Revoker. Um, yeah. But I remember initially thinking Revoker was American. I remember you right. in, you know how it goes, you're in the you're in the circles and stuff like that, and yeah, you're hearing yeah. names going around. And I thought, oh, they're American band, because obviously yeah, yeah. we'll get on uh, why now in a second. But um, mm. then I just remember them saying they were previously A470. I just, I you know, I remember, yeah. as you just said then, I was like, mm. oh, my God, because my first like knowledge of you was Revoker. And the only right. reason I knew that was, I think they were on about it, you just got signed to pretty much one of the biggest record labels Roadrunner, on the planet, yeah, yeah. Roadrunner Records, and mm. um, everyone was buzzing. And I was like, I was that guy who, who said the wrong thing at the wrong time. I was like, they're American, eh, aren't they? And they were like, <laughs> no. <laughs> they fucking were. So I'd been South Wales, this. Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> From Wales. I was like, fucking hell, that's brilliant, that is. You know what I mean? It was like... Well, yeah. It, yeah, people no, my mind. No, definitely. We, we did have, like you said, our American sound as well. Do you mean? And it wasn't, you know, we, intentionally. It was just like, that's our influences, like, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what just comes out, like you said, you know? Well, I thought I thought it was because of, like, the boys that I knew, like your, your, your Benjis and stuff like that, mm. and their connections as well, because they were yeah. kind of back and forth the pond. I yeah. thought they knew this band out there, like, do you know what mm. I mean? I, did, I didn't know we were up a road, like, you know, at that time. <laughs> No, but it was it was kind of funny because we did have American management, and uh, everything was done through America, you know. So we yeah. was over here in Wales, so we had American management, and obviously, you know, they were, you know, the the, the demos that we done with Revoker, they were dishing them out to record labels in the US, and uh, obviously Monty Connor then from Roadrunner, he he listened to it, he loved it, and yeah, he wanted to sign us. Do you know what I mean? And I think we were like the first uh, British band um, that he signed. Do you know what I mean? Because he's, he's always signed like, you know, like Slipknot, Machine Head, yeah, Trivium. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we were the first like outside of the US band that he signed, which is pretty cool. And, um, yeah, I think that's what it is as well. We had that American sound that, you know, that they, they dug. And, um, yeah, you know. But no, from I South sh- Wales. <laughs> yeah, how old were you boys at that time, man? Like, what, what was the... That was when we, yeah, it's about nineteen when I signed, when I signed the Roadrunner. Glad yeah, wow, yeah, eighteen, nineteen, yeah. Looking back now, like, like at the time, I was like, yeah, well, you know, this is what happens, like, you know. But uh, yeah, definitely looking back now, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely you know young to sign a record deal. Absolutely. So, so what what happened there then? What like, what? How come the bands had kind of done? Yeah, well, basically, we, we um, so we was in Jeff and Ginge's studio recording. We just went down there, just yeah. recording four songs. And um, our plan was just release an EP and crack on tour, you know, play shows on the UK and Wales. And yeah. um, when we was down there, obviously, Benji was home because at the time he was living in Florida. And um, he poked his head through. He's like, he's like, oh, hi, what's this? Do you mean? And, uh, you know, we just got on instantly like do you mean and uh he's like oh that's awesome and um he started getting involved then like to me because obviously at the time i was like 18 when we started writing and um yeah you give me some like good pointers and folk like vocal tips and like you know melodies as well like i mean you know structuring you know uh songs and stuff which at that age is uh you know to have someone to do that is you know it's like 
it's awesome like you know yeah yeah and um yeah so we jumped on board we done a few songs and um and that's what kick-started it and really like you said we we got uh, managers involved from the u.s um they started dishing out the record labels obviously roadrunner bit and wanted to sign us and uh yeah it all kicked off and you know it was going awesome you know we you know we told her uh, rob zombie um you know the sonosphere in the uk we did a lot of stuff in in europe and then um i think it was like the second year i think it was like bad timing overall that i think case the owner of roadrunner records decided that he wanted to sell up and um you know, obviously you know stepped down right. and i think um warner brothers bought out roadrunner at the time yeah that's right and yeah, um yeah. for us it was like we thought oh well it's going to be good but obviously they stepped in and they i think like a lot of people that were like looking after us lost their jobs or they had you know they were looking for other jobs do you know what I mean so it kind of all went yeah. you know and you know if they, they they came in and were like well we got slipknot nickel back over you and who's yeah. this, who, this new band <laughs> from uh yeah. South Wales, Carolina, over here, like Jimmy. And, uh, <laughs> what, what was that know. like, bud? I mean, because, you know, in 19 years of age, you've got a record yeah. deal. You know, the, yeah. the bands you've just said, you're on the same roster as these bands. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, oh, it was, stops. Like, yeah, yeah. You it was, did, you, did you honestly think, do you think, that's it, we've had our chance and it's gone? Or do you think no. we're on, on and up? Positive definitely yeah you know on onwards and upwards and um obviously i was i was devastated you know i mean because like i said looking back now like you said like 19 such a young age do you know i mean signing you know especially for like a major label like roadrunner yeah um and at the time i was like oh you know this is absolutely shit like you know yeah. but we, we just cracked on like looking back now i'm like but yeah like i was so young you've learned yeah. from that and do you know what I mean you know things happen? Do you know what I mean that's what happens? You just got to keep pushing forward. Yeah. But we did. We kept pushing forward. We we recorded um, started recording some demos. Uh, then with Padge actually, and that's when like say our relationship you know started to get better. You know not better, but you know started getting you no know, Padge. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was a weird thing at the time. It was it was uh, obviously we wanted to release like the second album, but um. Roadrunner, they were kind of like, we've, we've got you, we've signed you, we ain't gonna release another album, but you're still signed. So we was kind of like, well, I, you know, we we just, you know, in limbo basically. We didn't know yeah. at the time what what you know they weren't gonna drop us, but they weren't gonna release another album either. So they just pull us up on like a shelf just to oh, friggin' man rot basically. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But uh, yeah. But we, at the time, it was just like, you know, we, we're still going to crack on and we done a few tours anyway. And um, I just think, yeah, things just started getting harder then, obviously, you know, because we wanted to release music and we didn't know which, which direction to go in. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, so we kind of got stuck. But uh, I think for a couple of years, we were just, just sat on material, just writing and waiting for things, you know, waiting for something to come along to, you know, get us out of this, the mess, like, you know. Yeah, and then um, yeah, as as we was doing that, obviously we all had like things going on in in our personal lives as well. That you know it happens. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, that's when you know I joined Bullet. Then. That's so where, what was what was the um, what was the time difference then? Like Re- Revoker to the Bullet. What was? Well, we then I think 
uh, Revoca did our last tour in 2013, um, October 2013, and I think yeah, so 2015 then was when I joined when I joined Bullet. So we had like a year basically of thinking, figuring out what what can right. we do. We're going to change your name, or was was going to start something else up, um, you know. And like I said, we were just trying to think of ideas. But um, yeah, so it was like about two a year and a half, really, year and a half of uh, figuring out what to do. <laughs> That's wild, don't it? Because mm. let's be honest, if I mean for you personally, another band, mm. like if that hadn't happened, would yeah. you have had the opportunity to go and? Well, yeah, yeah, don't know. Mm. I know, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It you, is mad. And... Like that sometimes, I do. I'd be awake yeah. and I go. Oh and yeah, definitely. Crossroads, like. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. You do like you know. But I think things happen for a reason. I, I generally believe that. I know it's, yeah. it's, it's some cliche to say, like, but I do. I think things happen for a reason, and uh, here we are today. <laughs> yeah, and it's incredible yeah. foundations as well, because yeah. the experience you would have got through that band, like you said, being young, mm. being around people like Benj, mm. um, and going on the road with Rob Zombie and that, that's just life lessons. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I know I didn't get some of them till later on in life, you yeah. know, and, and I know other musicians who didn't get that kind of, I don't know, just uh, the ups and the downs so soon, mm. which mm. at the time you would have thought was mega shit. I, I know that oh, I can resonate yeah, as yeah. a musician, but I can imagine, mm. you know, it's like, oh, fuck. But now yeah. you look back, you're like, wow, they were the they were the solid well, foundations yeah. to where you are now, like, you know. It's, yeah, um, and yeah, it just makes you who you are. I mean, I know it sounds cheesy to say, but it is, you know, you just, you learn from what, you know, like I said at the time, it's like, oh my god, this is it. Do you mean what's you know? But you know, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it literally flown by? But the, you know, the time with Bullet, like, how long? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, six years. Six Does years it feel now. Like yeah. Six years. That's wild. No, That's... it's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely mental. Because obviously, my my boy was born on the same year as well. Do you right. know what I mean twenty fifteen? So like, ever since I've been in Bullet. You know, he's been born like you know, and wow, so being so bullet, and known, he's, he's only known dad in bullet. <laughs> definitely. Oh, but people to say, people to say, like how quick time goes when you have kids, and obviously, you know, being on the road and you know, having having Jesse, and it's just gone in a good way. It's been like a blur. I'm yeah. looking back, but it's been you know, it's been amazing. Like you know, wouldn't change anything. Like wow, oh, I love that. And go on, Chick. No, I was just going to say, what's like, you know, you've gone from the front guy mm. playing guitar to the guy in the side of the stage still singing, yeah. and you've got, a, yeah. you've got amazing vocals, dude, but oh, playing goodness. bass, like, what, um, is that, is that something, do you feel like the pressure's off, you know, because for me as a front guy, right, mm. I, I always feel like, you know, if one of the boys has a bad day, you can kind of get away, if I got a bad throat, it's ruined, yeah. and, and then I, no, the, the pressure from myself is... Is this yeah, something yeah. you were happy with taking away, or was it something you kind of crave? You want to be the front guy as well. I, like, you do know? you know what? See, see, I this is this is mad because I've always when I was was front man, you know, it's like yourself and I. Before, you, well, I was used to be anyway. I used to be like I said, the pressure. Do you mean of yeah. going on stage and you you got to you got to entertain this crowd? You got to be excited. You got to have a meeting with your palm your hand. Like do you mean that's well, that's why I want to do all every show. You know. Yeah. And I still, I still have that feeling, even though I'm, you know, on the front man in bullet. But I still go through those those thoughts before I go on stage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And uh, you know, I don't think it'll ever go away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, of, yeah. of, of having that that feeling. But um, 
But yeah, I don't know. It was strange at first, obviously, you know, playing baseball. Obviously, when when Padge, you know, texted me and said, you know, we're looking for a, a bass player, uh, yeah, a new bass player, would he be up for it? And at, at, at first, I was like, kind of, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not a real bass player. But then I thought then, obviously, vocals, because I knew, you know, he'd be singing vocals and stuff. I just thought, yeah, do you know what? Just, yeah, let's, let's do it. Like, and I just cracked on. And, uh, I do. I really enjoy it. It's not like you said. It's not a million miles away of what I was doing before. Like you know. Yeah. And uh, I think it's just having that mic in front of me. I think that's what keep, keeps me. You know. Reminds yeah, me of you do a lot, dude. Don't know. You do a lot of vocals on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's good. Like we, you know, we was, we were chatting the other day. Like it's obviously, you know, <clears throat> I think for a band to have that kind of like you know back and forth vocal, you know, like bouncing between each other. Especially in the live aspect is, um, yeah. I think it's really good. Like you know, absolutely. You know, was, yeah, because yeah, we saw you at Camden Rocks, didn't we, Ron? Yeah, yeah, that was the first. <laughs> yeah, because um, like I said, we, we've known of you for years, especially with the other band, etc. And um, yeah. obviously, we know some of the boys and stuff. So it was all like hash hash. We knew like the the auditions. I was that, but just the knowing that you were going for the for the job and everything mm. well yeah obviously um when i had the phone call and they were obviously they said you know we're looking for a new bass player do you fancy auditioning i was like well yeah let's do it so i learned three uh three songs it was uh waking the demon uh raising hell and your betrayal and um i didn't even have a bass guitar I couldn't even, do you mean, I didn't even, I didn't even know if I could pull it off, like, do you mean? <laughs> so I, um, yeah, yeah. so I, um, I asked my mate, he had a bass, I was like, look, I didn't, I don't think, I don't even think I told him, oh no, you must have known because he recorded, I said, look, I'm auditioning for Bullet, have we got a bass guitar and can you record me, you know, as professional as you can so I can send him a video, and um, I think, yeah, it's like, you know, I don't know what bass, it was like a 200 pound bass, I chucked it on, Started singing the songs. I sent them the the video, and they were like, "Yeah, come down to London and let's have a jam." And so I went down, and uh, I just I was excited more than anything. Do you know I me? Mean? I, I didn't put no pressure on myself. It was just like you know, this is awesome. Like you know, I've been a fan for fan of Bullet for years. Obviously, I'm known Padge, and I just thought there's like this is cool. Like you know, and um, I think I just took that into the audition as well. And I don't know when when we was playing, it just felt like if I if I'd been in the band, do you know what I mean? Yeah. For yeah. years, like, do you mean? Because it was just like, you know, it just clicked, like, and, um, yeah, and that was it then, and obviously got the call, and they said, yeah, you're in. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that. And then Camden was your first gig. What was your first tour mm-hmm. then, bud? Yeah, so Camden, <laughs> so Camden was uh, the first show, and uh, <laughs> I'm only laughing because it, <laughs> the show was amazing. It was like, you know, obviously I was a bit, uh, a bit nervous, but it was the after show. Remember when uh, we, we, yeah. we were at that party? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old, old Shiner took a dive, didn't he? He took it. <laughs> uh, fair play to him. I didn't know if yeah. you'd remember that. That's yeah. brilliant. Loads of people say about that, like yeah. back in hell. <laughs> I was, I was funny. I was fair play. Oh, and, uh, oh. What was it going on the steps or something, wasn't he? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's oh. Superman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. The worst thing about that was I think um Ginger Wild Art was like near him. 
which mm. like that's one of his fucking heroes. So because I can remember afterwards, he was like fucking ginger scene that as well. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> fucking applauding. <laughs> Uh, Ginge you know, caught him like <laughs> yeah I think Padgett like number 10 uh, uh, like uh, yeah 10 for fucking uh, <laughs> brilliant uh, no, uh, awesome. no it was great man great times fair play good good memories and yeah obviously yeah. what's that I was going to say yeah that Camden after Camden then it was yeah like, so this for... it now you know this is this is going to be it like and then yeah, you went yeah. the road then what, what was the first tour yeah South America we went up, went up to South America, yeah, and uh, obviously it's my first time in in South America, and um, it was a bit of an eye opener. Yeah, it was, uh, it was great, like Brazil, Chile, Argentina, and uh, yeah, that was a taste. Then it was kind of like off we go. Really? Yeah, did did any of the past help you with it? Because obviously we revoke, because uh, like to some people they'd be like, "Fucking hell!" Or was it the fact that Bullet had become such a a machine, um, mm. and and so I up. It was just a completely different way of operating. So it was like fucking hell. This is this is completely different. Like you know. Yeah, it was. I'm I'm getting some feedback, Emily's. What? Someone got a, Is it on you or me? I don't know. I'm getting an echo. There we are. I don't know. How's that? But is that better? Yo. Yo. Ah, sorry. Ah. Really... Um. Yeah, I think. Obviously, looking back when doing your walker, doing all those tours, and that, I definitely prepping. Do you mean for you know going on tour with Bollard? Like, I mean, he was like, obviously, he was bigger crowds and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I knew myself, I was ready. I was ready for it, like you know. But I mean, what's the biggest crowd then you had with Revoker in comparison to Bullet? What was that again? Sorry, Revoker. Yeah, what was the biggest sort of crowd? Biggest crowd. Revoker? Um, I think we done, um, what did we do? I think we done Grass Pop in Belgium. Oh, so that hell. was kind of like, and yeah, but even like, you know, we weren't like really known in Belgium at the time, like, I mean, Revoker. Yeah. And, um, we, we were playing the tent. In fact, I think Bullet were on the main stage on the same day, which is crazy. But, um, we were playing a tent. I'm not sure. It was probably about, I don't know, maybe 7,000 in the tent, like, do you mean? Yeah, at the yeah. time he was like, you know, seven thousand is a lot of people. Like, do you mean? Yeah. He was, uh, yeah, he was a few, few of the Bajen boys were there as well. I think they were uh, in the crowd and that. So, uh, but yeah, obviously going from like seven thousand, which is the biggest we played with Revoker, to like, I don't know, playing um, Wacken, and it's like yeah. I don't know, hundred and ten million. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's insane. No, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was I a lot, mean, lot of people. You know. I, I suppose that the excitement and the, the butterflies kick in on every show. But when you when mm. you look side of stage and you're looking out to that amount of people, what's that feeling mm. like? That? Yeah, it is. I, I you know I get more just excited and adrenaline myself. Yeah, I'm just I just say to myself, I'm having this. Everyone's having it. Let's go. Like you know. Yeah. Obviously, you know you're gonna get nervous. You know everyone does. You know, but um, and I'm strange as well. The bigger the crowd for me. Yeah, like the less nervous I get. Yeah, I'm a bit. I, think like I that. get more nervous if I'm if I'm in a club full of thirty people. I get. I think I just get more. I don't know. It's weird. I'm. Yeah. I'm, no, it's strange. You can see the white of their eyes, can't you? So it's like. I think that's yeah, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know Definitely. what you mean. Man. But I think, yeah. like you know, just get me in a, um, you know, outdoor with seventy thousand people. Let's have it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
Incredible. Like download, for instance, just gone. Yeah. You know, it's uh, obviously we haven't played for like sixteen months, like you know, and um, obviously you know, I was was walking up to the stage, I was thinking, oh, here we go. Do you know what I mean? It, nerves kicked in, but it's just more excitement more than anything. Do you know what I mean? And you, you know, there we are, like the old, you know, the how special that show was for everyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just, you know, it was just amazing. It was an amazing weekend, like, you know. Yeah. No, I seen some of the photos as well, but with you and with your boy as well, um, especially <laughs> dude. He was on stage more than me. <laughs> <laughs> he was. There he <laughs> is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's nice, awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. That's gotta go up in the outside of it. Oh, it is, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, that's lovely. I'm gonna get there's Andy, look. Super nice guy he is, legend. Yeah, cracking, but absolutely. it was so surreal, though, but I, I was gutted because obviously um like you boys were there on a Sunday, we were there on a Saturday. Yeah. Um it, it was just so surreal. We were just like wow, because like you said, we've been out of the out of that environment, out of that that arena for, for so long that when you when you arrived there and you could start to feel it, you could feel the yeah. energy. Um, oh, definitely. Oh, I was just like, wow. And then the walking around and... Um, didn't, yeah. Didn't you feel a bit like, as like it was amazing, but it felt this is weird. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. obviously what's yeah. gone on, and like we didn't find out until a couple of weeks before that we were doing it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I was probably same with you boys. Like, and uh, like if someone said to me back in March this year, oh, you're going to be playing download this year. In you know in front of ten thousand people, you'd be like, "Shut up, that ain't happening." Like you know, and I think just going from that to like playing and walking on a festival normal, it was just like I don't know, it was just weird, wasn't it? Yeah, in a good well, way. For, for us, we were we were supposed to play the main stage two years ago, right? And then obviously it's rescheduled ever since. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know what I mean, and then. We didn't expect, like like you said, we didn't expect it to happen at all. This pilot mm. thing, we didn't expect nothing. Andy came on you. Um, now I look back at that episode. He said little things, which right. um, drop, if, drop uh, in, yeah, mate. <laughs> if you go back and just pick up some of the sound bites, he says, you know, the bands of tomorrow, like Frank Cart and the Rattlesnakes, Bullet for My Valentine. He he mentions like little things. Now whether mm. I'm looking into it too much, like I got my tinfoil hat on, but it's like. <laughs> I don't know whether it was being talked about and he was just thinking, like, you know, it's time to give other bands a, yeah, a, yeah. a chance. Um, oh, and then, yeah, exactly like you said, it, as as it was wrote, it was weeks before and mm. management said, uh, do you fancy a gig in a couple of weeks? And then he, he started saying the, the spec of it. And we mm. were like, what? What? What the fuck? Yeah, fucking right. Um, yeah. And then when that initial yes... Um, like I know it's different with all, all of you and, and everything for us. It was like when the the yes came in, we were like, "Fucking hell, fucking hell!" <laughs> and then you yeah. do start that. It's excite, exciting. Yeah, no, definitely. It's the most nervous I've been ever in my in, in yeah. any any situation. Um, I, yeah, I think yeah, I think for us as well, obviously because we headline the Sunday night. That Sunday was a long day. <laughs> I mean, it was like, yeah. you know, and uh, obviously I had my family with me, which was amazing. And uh, he was just waiting around all day. He was like, I've done this for 16 months. We had lining the Sunday night. And he was just like going over your head constantly all day. And, uh, but yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was, it's definitely probably up there. One of my favorite shows I've done. 
just because yeah. of the well the show because it was amazing and because of the you know of what it was do you know what I mean yeah. you know and um, but you know everything's looking positive at the moment you know our diaries are, are, is, get, is getting booked up and like you said you you guys are having shows come in and yeah. you know things are starting to open up and um, you know it needs to doesn't it do you know what I mean Everyone pencils, needs it. Pencils turn into pen now. That's mm. that's the difference yeah. where everything was like, you know, talked about. Um, it's the case of now everything's starting to get confirmed and everything's yeah. starting to get trickled and announced. And but even like walking around that pilot, but it's like you mm. said, you it was such a long day for you boys, and I know you had like photos mm. to do and and you had yeah. loads of press and everything like that. But even that, ah, oh, it's an odd life in it, huh? this been in a band nonsense oh, yeah, but even that must have been it was just it's beautiful and weird at the yeah. same time because I know no, like, was... like, my, myself and Shane said that you're in the pen and you're mm. almost like this is fucking beautiful and you're looking at yeah. everybody as well you've I've never been so observant of like people enjoying themselves yeah. Or, you know, oh, yeah. wagons backstage and laughing and hugging each yeah. other and I was like, fuck, this is, amazing. Yeah, this is incredible. Like, it's um, how it I should think, be. Absolutely. And I think when we got there, I think the first band that I've seen for uh, in the past 18 months was the um, Elvana. Is that what they call oh, yeah. it? Elvana? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I yeah, never yeah. heard them before. And I was, uh, I was up front and he was just, guy addresses Elvis playing Nirvana songs and thinking, this is class. <laughs> I mean, this is the first band I've seen. And, uh, Oh, it was amazing. Like I said, everyone was just looking around and everyone was just enjoying themselves and it was just a beautiful sight, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, so you went out you went out onto the field to watch, did you? Yeah, yeah. I took my yeah, boy out yeah. there. Me, ah, me, okay, me Sarah, and we took my boy out there and uh well, yeah, I do you got to like you mean? Cause yeah, you know, man. Love her. Yeah, man. And, uh, and it feel like we've it's like it does feel like we've kick started well, you you headlined, but kick starting hopefully the industry doors back open. Do you know what I mean? Um, Definitely. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. How special the, the show was, you know, and you know, it, it was like I said. Hopefully, the start of live performances coming back to the UK. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, like I said, things are, are looking up at the moment, and he needs to come back. Then, let's be honest. Oh you know, man, we need it. It does. It does. <laughs> but we had we had Pad John, and he obviously said. Um, the timing didn't really affect you guys as much as most people because you'd already arranged time off. Um, yeah. But then the news has broke now, so it's all official. The, you have a brand new album, um, yeah. which is available right now on pre-order um, and is out in October. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about that? That obviously happened throughout COVID, I assume, and you yeah. all got together and the writing process. And No, definitely. Well, um, like you said, it, the year... Obviously, everything got cancelled in 2020. It didn't really affect us because, like you said, we were we planned to have a year off anyway, you know, and um, write write the record. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we started writing back in uh, 2019 actually, when we we were doing a bit of touring uh, in Europe. We'd come home, and it was it wasn't like you know, um, I'm not saying like serious. We were just getting together, just throwing ideas about. Do you mean just to get a ball rolling, you know, and the juices flowing? But um. Yeah, it was until the end then of uh, 19 uh, and the start of 2020 where we, you know, he got serious to me and just got stuck in. Um, it was obviously done differently because, you know, we was, uh, sometimes you can all be in, couldn't be in the room together. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
because it was like I said, the, the rules and restrictions were changing day by day. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. one day, I yeah, you like to four people out again in the room. The next day, he's like, no, you're not out to. So, uh, but yeah, you know, we just got through it, and yeah, we've said the album is absolutely slamming, and I think we're all really proud and can't wait to release it. Recorded in England, or yeah, yeah. So, so the um, the initial plan, and it, it was talks of um, going to America to record it, and uh, obviously with COVID, that didn't happen. So we ended up in uh, Chesterfield instead. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, there's nothing wrong with Chesterfield. We yeah, it was with Carl Bone. Yeah, the studio, yeah, yeah, yeah. Studios and uh, yeah, he's a great guy, Carl. You know, he's obviously he's done um, you know the last couple of albums of Bullet. He knows what the band wants, and um, yeah, he's a great guy. And yeah, it was uh, very interesting. I assumed you worked with um you worked with Carl uh, throughout Gravity anyway, like you know, so yeah. you'd have had that that kind of relationship, um, mm. and then moving on into this then as well, then um the the self titled Bullet for My Valentine, because uh, this is the the boys this is a seventh isn't it seventh yeah, yeah. Seventh, seventh album, album. um. Is there tunes you're already? Uh, we've seen a question, but there is there there's some songs that you just can't wait to play live or. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so um, obviously, download was the the debut of uh, Knives. Yeah, and that was just because uh, we played a second, and that's another thing with download. It was a bit like you know the nerves as well. You know, it did de- de- debut in a brand new song which we haven't played live before. Yeah, and uh, I just felt amazing. It just went, you know, it just felt right, like you know. So Knives, that was amazing to play live. Um, there's a song, there's a song on the album called Shatter, which mm. I'm very looking forward to playing live. I think when you hear it, you'll you'll know why. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's funny because I've like you know it's obviously knives has gone down really well. Everyone's saying you know they love it and like the heaviness of it, and it's to me it's not the heaviest song on the album. So you know. Wow, people. Well, that's speak. interesting. That's yeah. a really good. Mm. Um, that's a lovely yeah. little. Because I was like, "Fucking hell, that's it's brill." Like the vibe of yeah. it is is really really cool. Like, do you know what I mean? No, definitely. And obviously, going back to the live performance of it, it was just. I think it's. It is a live song. Do you know what I mean? I know it's mm. stupid, but you know when a song is meant for live, you know performances, and uh, yeah, yeah, can't wait. So you sing, obviously singing on the album as well, bud. You singing harder then and more. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's obviously and doing doing bits on on the album. It was it was funny because um, when um, Matt was doing vocals up in Carl's, because obviously the old COVID thing. Yeah. Um, he called me up and he's like, you know, I need these parts done. Like, do you mean? And um, I was like, well, I can't can't get up there. Do you know what I mean? So um, I ended up going on pages. Uh, studio in his house in Bridgend. Yeah, Carl and Matt were on um, FaceTime. <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, so these are the parts." I mean, and uh, I was singing them, and then Carl was going, "Yeah, that'll do. That's good." <laughs> so he's kind of like producing over the phone. Wow. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like slamming, recording an album in uh, in lockdown, like. But uh, yeah. Wow. Such bizarre times, but so many memories and yeah. quirky things are going to come from this. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you said then, fucking 
singing a vocal line down how they would win it you know we 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 get what you mean it's like the whole like mm. you know oh, can you do it a bit more like this or whatever and yeah, then you're yeah. fucking there on the old face time <laughs> yeah that's brilliant yeah. like you know that wouldn't it just wouldn't happen normally would it it's no just like, no no definitely not no man bloody hell and before before all this happened what was the last gig you guys did i forgot to ask padgy yeah we um it was not fest mexico i think it was yeah yeah because that's the one no no i think that was taken a few years back but it was that was that's not fest uh mexico yeah but um yeah, we did in South America. There we are. That's not fest, um, Mexico. Like this is a, this is a story <laughs> yeah. to tell you. Right, that's not fest, Mexico. <laughs> I was going to say that looks like a bonfire in Bridgend, to be honest. No, it was, that is not fest, Mexico. What happened was right. It was the last show because we were playing. Um, I think we were like a couple of. I think it was Slipknot headlining, uh, Evanescence, and Bullet, and um, so we were playing. It was an amazing show. It, it always is in Mexico. The fans are amazing. But I, I was having a, like, oh, I was on one of the worst shows ever. My, my equipment wasn't working. My bases, I think, like the, you know, 18 months of touring, they were just like, nah, we done now. <laughs> we ain't working for you, like, green. But um, it was, it was, a, it, I think it was just like flying them back and forth because you do a lot of flights in South America. And, um, you know, it was, it was an amazing show. But at the end, I was so angry because i had a bad show in there i yeah. picked my, my black bass i had and i just i just lobbed into the crowd i was like you are merry christmas you have it <laughs> which looking back right you know it is a bit of a stupid thing to do like do you know I mean because you know but like i did throw away responsibly like do you know I mean and yeah. they, they caught it <laughs> and um i was like you know adios like do you know I mean yeah but we went back to the uh the hotel that night because we had an early flight and then when we got back we heard some of the crew um, they were saying there's there's riots going on in in the festival, and they started they they burning gear, and I was like, and the boys, some of the boys looking at me going, that's your fault, that is. <laughs> you started. <laughs> I was like, I know, boys don't say it now, but all, what had happened was the the barrier on the main stage had collapsed before um, Slipknot had gone on or Evanescence, and um, I think the festival organisers got it up. To, to a standard where they thought, oh, yeah, crack on. And um, I think, you know, people from the Slipknot crew were like, you know, that's not secure. You know, the people, when Slipknot go on, things are going to kick off and people can potentially be crushed, like, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah they pulled the show. Slipknot said, we can't, you know, we can't afford to do that, like. And um, I think the, the crowd didn't, well, wasn't really happy. So they started burning... Uh, Started burning uh, Vanessa's uh, drum kits and and gear and stuff. So, so uh, are you singing your bass guitar? Could it was nothing. <laughs> it was nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a travesty. If your bass is in the bottom of that bonfire, I'd be tamping. No, no. The, for, uh, another funny story was my auntie was uh, she she was uh, she follows um, uh, a Facebook group like Bullet fan page. Yeah, and uh, she actually got the photo of the guy that caught the bass, and uh, it was two strings left on it. I think the neck was like a freaking banana, and he was like, and he was, he was holding it for dear life, and the oh. smile on his face, he was happy, like do you mean? And you know, yeah, like you said, wow. you know, brilliant. He was happy, so all good. 
Ah, it's a beautiful moment. And, and like you said, you did 18 months, which is incredible, of touring. Were there yeah. any highlights from that as well? Any uh, any moments meeting anybody where you were like, fuck it, this is incredible? I'm trying to think now. It was, uh, I tell you what, the, old, the, old, the both cycles I've done is, you know, just memories, like, you know, and yeah. I just think, yeah. uh, like, obviously, we didn't download on, on that cycle. That was a, a great memory. Um. You know, it's hard to think off the top of your head, like, you know, it was just it's just uh River Blue and obviously, you know, the bands that we, you know, supported and toured with is always good. I think we done um what did we do? I think it was that was grass pop, I think. And it was um our our dressing room was opposite um Johnny Depp because he was playing um Ah oh, yeah, yeah. Who was he playing yeah. with now? What what are they called? Hollywood Hollywood yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, yeah. So yeah, that was a bit of like, you know, He's a legend, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Johnny Depp. And uh, yeah, that was that was kind of cool. Do you come over and say hello? Or do you just keep to himself? Or... Well, uh, I was joking. We was joking all day long because uh, it was, it was obviously he didn't turn up till, you know, he's ready to go on stage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But we were all eating round. And um, when he did turn up, like we, you know, we managed, like we, like we were just going on to him, going, oh, Johnny, Johnny. Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> boy. Like, uh, trying to play it cool, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he had people around him and stuff. And uh, no, he was just cool. Like, he was just, you know, like I said, it's just experience, isn't it? Like, you don't see Johnny Depp every day, do you? No, but, exactly, uh, but exactly. Yeah. And I can imagine that the intensity of the touring as well. It's, it's just every day is a. Uh, is mind blowing, like you know, mm. it's it's hard work being away from the family, but it's it's mind blowing that you know you you live in the dream that, like you yeah. said to us at the top of the show, this is what you wanted to do. This is this is oh, it. Oh, definitely, mate. And uh, like you said, you you find that balance. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously, you, you know yourself being on tour, it is hard when you, especially when you have got a family. But then I think it's when you're home. Then that's when it counts. Like you know, you you just I don't know. For me, it just makes me a better. Well, I, I think so. Like, you know, to be a better father, and do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm spending that much time away from him. When I'm home, he's got all my time and he deserves it all. Like, do you know I mean? So, you just got to look at it like that, really, and uh, just find that, that balance. Do you know what I mean? Doing but, like you life. said, but, but like touring, like doing that download show, just gone. Once we finished, I was like, I'm ready now. Let's go to Europe. Do you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. let's, let's go to Grass Pop. Let's go to Rock and Ring. And he's like driving home the next day, going into the services and putting a mask back on. He's like, oh, <laughs> he's yeah. always trying. But yeah. Uh, yeah. We've talked about exactly the same thing of, um, like I said, we were there on a Saturday, came back um, Father's Day on the Sunday, came back. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm just fucking standing in Tesco's on the Monday doing your shopping <laughs> with a fucking, with a mask on thinking, I know. Did that just happen? Like, did that did that just happen? This is surreal. And um, and I think a lot of bands who would have played that bill, and a lot of people who actually attended the festival. So it's not just bands, crew, mm. to 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 do something of that magnitude, and then all of a sudden, like you know, there's still the talk of, oh, is things going to move? Is this? You're, yeah. you're not even in our mind frame, unfortunately, no. at the moment, because we've seen the positivity from it, and we didn't see nothing to be alarmed by, or everything was was running great, and and the response afterwards has been fantastic. Yeah. So we're still on that cloud, like you know, we're no, I... like you said, we I think all the boys in the band are exactly the same as you, where it's like, right then, fucking, what's happening next? What's happening next? Like, yeah. You know, so <laughs> it's got that but, but you mm. have got the tour coming up now in October and November. 
Yeah. Um, which is fantastic, but it was great to see that announced straight away. Mm. Bang, there it is. Like, definitely. Well, yeah, you know, as you can imagine, super, super excited for that. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, we've got a, um, we got a another um, uh, similar type of thing. What download has done like a test festival. Oh, brilliant! Um, so we got one in um, Austria. So Novarock is doing one. Wow! So, uh, yeah, they do doing that in September. So that'll be that'll be great. And then I actually yeah, seen got, that announced the... the other day, but I thought yeah. it was for next year. I got to be honest. When I when no, I no. Kind of flashed yeah, up on yeah. Facebook, I was like, "Oh, wicked! That's that's going to be fucking special." That is like you know. And then yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it's this year. Yeah, yeah. So September. So they they doing the same like government funded. Just you know, obviously doing it to kickstart you know the yeah. the live music and to see obviously how we how we plans out and stuff. But uh, yeah, super excited for that. And then we got the UK tour then. And uh, I just you know, said, once we do that, fingers crossed, it'll just, you know, everything's yeah. all the same then afterwards, you know. Yeah. Start trickling back in. It's like you said, but I can already see your calendar filling up. Um, just the ones that have been announced for for 2022, the festivals, etc. cetera. Um, everyone can see something there which is great mm. and then it's, it's it's everything leading to that now which is yeah. that's the exciting part like you know especially yeah, when we started adding those winter dates the same as you you're mm. doing now and you, you're like oh this is this is fucking happening now like you know mm. so oh yeah oh and, and oh. you just hear that roar of the crowd and it just becomes normal and then we'll all be talking about this weirdly fucking exciting times isn't it yeah yeah mm. i can't wait for that like can't wait no. for that no, absolutely. Jimmy, mate, but, uh... it's been absolutely class, but having you on, I, I can't wait to hear the new stuff, but if it's, you know, knives is to go anything by, um, mm-hmm. and it's going to sound heavier, can't wait to catch you live, brother. Thanks for having me, boys. And we'll get you some of those IPAs, my friend. Definitely. Absolutely. And an art as well, I want to There we go. <laughs> I didn't expect I'll give, you, I'll give you the money. It was me. Coffee. That's the one. And some coffee and a koozie. <laughs> and a I, mean, I just drop it there now. Come on, watch out, watch out. Do get it? Oh, uh... oh, there we are. He's got it. Look. Look there is it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, Jamie, hey, take care, brother, and um, we'll Boy, see you soon. All the best, absolutely. See you soon, buddy. All right, take care, Jim. Hello, Thanks for listening to Crowcast Podcast. Don't forget, this episode is also available to watch on our YouTube channel. For up-to-date information on everything Crows, follow us on all our socials or visit our website, thosedamncrows.com. Tidy. Ta-da!